It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And welcome to Carcon Carne. I'm James Van Osel. The show brought to us tonight by Siren Records McHenry. A quick programming note. Earlier this week, tonight I'm recording episode 603, or here in Chicago, we say 603 or 600 tree. I always get that wrong. A couple nights ago, I did episode 600 of this podcast. And if you missed it, it was a live, nonstop, five-hour recording with about 30 different guests the the entire chunk the the massive slab of interviews is available to watch on youtube and on facebook and i also chopped it up for easier consumption in audio form wherever you get your podcast lots of fun guests lots of great stuff that was monday night that was the endurance test i created for myself uh coming up i'm making plans for a road trip you know this podcast originated in a car and yes it'll return to the car making plans to go to the music from illinois museum exhibit in Springfield, Illinois, a uh, brand new museum collection. I believe it opens tomorrow and they have a broadcast facility there. So we're going to take the podcast on the road and talk about everything to do with Illinois music. And that is something I'm working on right now. Details to come tonight, though, he is a visionary artist. His new project is called Featured, just released a full length last month called Gurley. Uh, not a bad LinkedIn profile for this guy. He's been part of Knights of Reb, Cubanate and Decroup. Julian Beeston, good evening. Hello. How's it going, James? I, I, I feel like you just you, you brought the mood into a much more mellow place. I was a little too high energy, and oh, okay. you, you're very chill. I'm trying to be chill. Yeah, well, because I've been here 12 hours, mate. <laughs> this you is your my, laboratory. You, no, you saw my message this morning. I don't know if you saw my message. I thought, I thought it was 6.30 a.m. Oh, shit. No, I didn't even see that. I'm sorry. Because I'm so rock and roll. I got up, especially for you. Oh and no, I, got, I feel oh, terrible. I and I had tea and. Oh, Julian, I, I didn't even see the message. And oh. this, this brings up a point that makes me crazy. But it's not your fault. It's Brooke's fault. I'm, I blame Brooke at Armalite, but yes, we're too accessible on too many platforms, mm. too many messages in too many places. It's hard to centralize any of it. Oh God. Yeah, I know. I just, don't you just hate email chains? email chains but then there's facebook messenger and oh i sent you a message on instagram did you get my dm on twitter like i i can't and then someone hit will have the nerve to pick up the phone and call amidst all these messages like i can't sacrilege a sacrilege uh so congratulations girly your recently released that released album it just feels like the right album at the right time oh really it just well that's jolly nice of you to say so james well it's it's a very accessible electronic album with a gleefully dark edge oh i like to write that down gleefully dark yeah glee- yeah accessible yeah. I, I hope someone's making notes yeah. let's talk a little bit about the concept it's called girly you have 10 10 different vocalists on this female vocalists yeah i think so uh don't ask me to count as i said you know it's been a long day i understand um, yeah actually no i think there's 10 all in all so what was what was the vision there? Just you wanted to put your compositions out there with different female voices. With there was a specific thing you were going for. Pretty much, yeah. I uh, haven't really done well. I haven't really done anything of note 
really i've just been a hired hand and just done dodgy remixes for people and and stuff like that um so and you know and i sort of engineered uh, quite a lot of stuff and produced quite a lot of stuff um and then sort of over the last sort of 10 15 years my main sort of musical output was sort of music for dodgy reality tv um which which is redundant it's well it's redundant but it, it pays the bill so I'm for sure so about three years ago i said right i'm gonna take some of these songs and i'm gonna do them um so i did um and it took me you know i sort of you, you know sat on my ass for a little a little while and just sort of went round and round um and then i just went uh, yeah sort of 2019 i went sort of full speed ahead um and you know there's some old songs and then some new songs and you know um there's a whole nother album coming actually probably later on in the year um of songs i couldn't fit on and other songs that i've written um because obviously we had that thing of the the, the pandemic so I had, right had a lot of time to sort of you know fart around with my machines um and you know pretend i was a songwriter uh so anyway, so yeah, so I decided I wanted to make this album, and it, it and I, I had a sort of certain sound in my head that I didn't want it to all sound the same. Um, so if you've listened to the Girly album, you know that there's some sort of quite poppy songs, and there's uh, you know there's a couple of sort of soppy songs too, but um, and then there's a couple of songs that sort of slam you over the head. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to do it because I like female vocals um, with good female vocalists. And that was a whole journey unto itself, trying to find decent singers. Um, By the way, you were, you were such an artist who's done interviews before. There was an almost jaded tone, if you've listened to the album, because most interviewers don't. They don't even fucking bother. Well, I know. You know. Well, don't bother kids. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it now. There you go. Um, so, yeah. So, and then, I, you know, I stumbled across... Um, some really good singers uh and then you know i i had some bad ex not bad experiences but then there's a lot of crap out there isn't there james I mean, indeed oh my god i i didn't know until i i started this quest how bad the music scene was and you know how how, how bad you know some singers are well, um, it, there's there's a lot of bad stuff out there, Julian. But there's great stuff too, and you exactly. you just you just got to know where to look, and so it gets harder and harder to figure that out. But you found it. I mean, some of these, I these aren't household oh, names. I shouldn't be happier. Yeah, these are not household names on on your album doing the vocals. But I, I heard some of these voices, and I mean, even something like Horizon. You have Andrea Kerr doing the voice, and that her voice hovers right above the mix there i mean this to me i wish garbage still made music like this that sounded like this like th this sounds like all the 90s stuff that was just printing money back in the day right damn why didn't i do this 20 years ago well better late than never julian but the, these vocalists are, are are fantastic and it, when you hear the lyrics they created for your songs when you hear what they do with their songs was it kind of a revelation to to have someone paint these songs with a different brush it, it was in that respect but with this album with girly i wrote everything oh you, so you just I plugged wrote, in the voices basically well it's not yeah i i worked with the singers and um wanted their input and you know wanted their take on what i'd written 
Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. So I, I wrote all the songs and I wrote all the, you know, that's why it took me so long because I wrote all the lyrics and everything as well. So, um, and then I sang them very badly and said, what do you think? Um, could you, could you sing it like this? Um, and then we'd work and go back and forth a bit. Although luckily most of the singers were in LA, um, at one time or another. So sorry, we've got Chico the Chihuahua. Can we see Chico the, Chihu the Chihuahua? Yes. We'll, show, we'll show Chico. He has to be center of attention, don't you? Oh, yes. so good dog. There you are. <laughs> yes, I don't want a doggy wash, though. It's not time for doggy washing. No, no I know you want snacks. Yes. So he said he's already he's had his dinner, and, and now he knows it's. I'm talking to someone. So it's, right. Chico's not getting attention right now. You are, and that's unacceptable. Yeah, so hang on. Let's get Here's a snack, and then Gizmo's down here, but she's <laughs> Gizmo's a great name for a dog. Yeah, well, I, they're both rescues, and I was going to rescue Gizmo and her sister, um, and I was going to get Gizmo and Gadget, um, but Gadget got got taken by somebody else by the time I'd gone back, so it was just Gizmo. All right, now now that we're clear on where the lyrics are coming from, well, they're coming from the dogs. They're coming from the dogs, clearly. Mm -hmm. Actually, there's a couple of songs about dogs on the album. Get out, really? Yeah, Shelter is about dogs. Shelter is about shelter dogs. With Libby Holland. Sung by the lovely Libby, Libby Holland. Who also, that's not the only song she's on. Uh, one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite song on the album is Satellite. It's this oh, wow. dr dreamy, slow-burning song on the album. Oh, lovely. Love that song. But talking about lyrics... There, there are politics in some of the lyrics, like like Meltdown. Um, I wondered, I this made me crazy. I, I'm so surprised there wasn't more political music being put out into the universe over the past few years. Just yeah, given, given the state of the world, I, I just expected us to be flush with political songs over the past, like, 18 months at least. I mean, it's not so much, well, I don't know if they're political. I, I'm, I mean, I was quite sort of, uh, I, I don't know. I was quite angry the last few years about a lot of things. This year, couldn't care less. This year, I can't even watch Bill Maher, and you know, cause it's just so it's just it's awful, isn't it? Everything that's going on in the world. So I mean, it's, I mean, but it's political, but it, it's more about stupid people, and there's stupid people on both sides, on all sides. One hundred percent. Yeah. So well, then let's talk about American. That's actually about fireworks, and and bloody Americans, um, just preoccupation with having to let fireworks off all the time. You're saying this as a dog owner, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Because every Fourth of July season, starting at like uh, Memorial Day, there's no season anymore. It's just I don't know if you've been to LA. It's just it's just constant. Believe me, it's no better in the Chicago area. Yeah, no, it's just imagine. it's nonstop, and my dog is a wreck. Yeah. And just when you think they're over, nope, we're in war-torn Beirut all of a sudden. Yeah, but it's like these people, they let them off at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, like when it's still daylight. And I'm like, what is the point? What is the it, point? What, what, what planet are you on? They're not even cheap thrills because they're really expensive to buy. I know. I mean, it's just, yeah, it boggles my mind. So, um, it's well, it started off as... A fireworks song, then it just sort of turned into sort of you know like general 
stupid people song. It's not anti-American. It's just, you know, like, you know, maybe Americans could get some humility and sort of, you know, stop claiming to be the best at everything. I mean, you have like the, you're always world champions at baseball and you're the only country that plays. Number one, number one, number one. Yeah. Yeah. And there's lots of other countries that play too. So, um, so yeah, uh, American. I, I just thought it was quite funny. Uh, so some of the other songs in the album, uh, in particular, Come and Get It with Sabrina Love and vocals, Boom Boom, Shake the Room. Is this a courtship song? Is this a song about erectile dysfunction? I can't quite figure this out. Um, it's a song about a girl having a fight. I was trying. I was trying to write something. Uh, the boom, boom, shake the room thing came a bit later, but I was trying to sort of write this sort of positive angle on on a girl, basically telling a dude to go f himself, um, and that's uh, sort of so, so it turned it because it was quite you know it was quite a fun and up tempo track, um, and then I got the boom, boom, shake the room bit. In fact, Sabrina had already recorded it. Um, with her lovely sister um, who plays guitar, um, Melissa. Um, and then I said, oh, I've got this extra bit. It goes like this. So I sort of I did a quick sort of demo of it and she, she, she went back in and put the boom, boom, shake the room bit in. You can take it any way you want. I mean, it could be a song about erectile dysfunction. It could be a song about just female empowerment. It could be a song about whatever you Dogs. want, having a shag. Um, but uh, you know, it was more about a girl having a fight, you know, like, or, or just, you know, some geezer giving her a bad, you know, a hard time and she fronts him up and then, you know, says, don't you, don't you dare, or, you know, I'll get you. There's no way I can have a conversation with you and not reference, uh, the source of our hometown pride. You have Ayatoya, you're working with her again on this album. She was on the EP you put out around uh, the end of last year. She's a dynamo. She's fantastic. She's she's just simply brilliant. There's no other word for her. When I first, I was looking for singers and I came across her and I was like, yes, how do I get in touch with her? She's awesome. And she can sing and she can play and she can. She's a, she, she is a one person force oh, no, of nature. We may have lost. We may have lost some batteries or something. I'm not quite sure what's going on here. Hold on. Ah. Hold on. We have to go to plan B. It is Carcon Carne, my guest tonight, Julian Beeston, working on plan B. Featured is the new project. You can listen to it on featured.bandcamp. Oh, there you go. Come. Are you back? I'm here. Excellent. Sorry, my batteries ran out. I'm so professional. <laughs> you know what? 13 months into the pandemic, we've seen every possible thing break bad in a video chat. This is just, it's another day at the office. Well, thank you. Um, but back to, back to Anya. Um, yes. I mean, she's just fantastic and she deserves so much more than, than where she is right now. Um, and I hope big things are going to happen for her and I hope that she's going to be singing some more stuff with me. So that's good. I hope so too. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I hopefully we're going to be sort of co-writing some stuff too because i can't go through another album where i've written everything and written all the lyrics and i just can't do that anymore <laughs> I, I love yeah. i love hysteria 
opening with a big group. You, you said that there's a little bit of something on here for everyone. I mean, this has a big danceable groove to it. I, I thought that was a great introduction to the album. Oh, good. Cause I kind of, I was pondering what to put first, really. I didn't really know. Because I sequencing an album, I think is a lost art. Yeah. Cause we live in an a la carte world where people just do singles at a time. I, I think there's not as much attention paid to where everything falls in line. I was trying to break it up and I was trying to break up the singers, you know, mm -hmm. make it go, you know, up and down, light and shade. And then I gave up and said to Brooke and Giles, could you have a listener and just tell me what you think, what, what should go for? And that, that was their decision, actually. That was good well, great flow. Good. And especially, again, I'll bring up Satellite, and the, this dreamy song, and then it goes right into somewhere else where the guitars definitely make themselves felt. They announce themselves as a present. It's just, it really is a nice, this sounds like, this sounds trite and like, cliche, but nice, nice journey going through these tracks. Good. I'm glad. I, I, I like to think so. I'm quite, I'm very proud because I could, you know, I don't know. I, that's why I didn't do anything for so long because I thought, oh, I could do a EBM album or something, couldn't I? Um, it'd be, you know, it'd just be a cop out, you know, and it's just, I don't want to do that. Sorry, this dog here. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm very pleased with how it turned out and the fact that it's all, it's all quite different. And, you know, I, I think all the songs stand up and, you know, are reasonably good. So. Is it safe to say you've kind of figured things out for yourself career wise, artistically, like you've, you've kind of found your calling where you need to be? Uh, yeah, only took, you know, 30 years, <laughs> but you, but you got there. I mean, there are plenty of artists who don't, I guess so. Yeah. I guess that, that's a, that's a good way to think. I'm pretty happy. You know, I'm fortunate enough to live in LA and I've got like, you know, little, you know, I do my reality TV music and then I, you know, I get to work on, <clears throat> um, I do a lot of production sound for video games and stuff. Um, so that's quite nice. Um, I don't work in a bank, so right, yeah. So I don't know, um, but yeah, grass is always greener. But I'm pretty happy, you know. Reading, I'm writing more stuff, and I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm quite happy with my dogs and just, you know, hanging out. I'm not looking for some meaning, amazing meaning to life where I have to go and sit on top of a mountain or something. <laughs> Reading what you wrote about this album and your history on Bandcamp, Bandcamp talking about, you know, basically walking through your musical resume. Is it safe to say that you're better being your own boss than working for others? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I do get fired a lot um, <laughs> for being, you know, obviously <clears throat> being inept. You know, I got fired for being, you know, basically like this dog just now he wants to get down. You know, basically being inept in Nights at Ebb and they didn't like my ideas and then they, that was, uh, you know, but there's no love lost there or there's, there's no hard feelings. It's water under the bridge, you know. Um, you're also very young. Not really. You, you look like you're, you look like you're younger than you probably are. I, uh, I hope, so. yes, with that plastic surgery. Yes, you, you've you've somehow managed to. LA, God, is that what it is? You've reversed the aging process somehow. I try to, yeah. Although you know, I look in the mirror sometimes and I'm like, oh my God. And then you know, 
you go to Trader Joe's and you, you, you before you go in, you go, God, I look like an unmade bed today. You know. Um, That's why I live in the Midwest. Thank God you can't pick anybody up in the supermarket anymore because no one will talk to you anyway. So it doesn't really matter what you look like. So, you know. But I've heard that you can pick people up in supermarkets or you used to be able to, but it never worked for me. I, all you have to say is, hey, you know what? Back in the day, I opened up for Depeche Mode on the Violator Tour. And they go, what? <laughs> Who are you? Um, but speaking of Trader Joe's, though, Trader Joe's does, it, it's amazing when you're in there. And now they're playing 90s music. I know. And now I'm sort of, you know, you know, like they're playing New Order or something, and I'm singing along. And no one knows it's me because I'm wearing a mask. Of course. Or no, no one knows it's me singing. Um, it's great, but I love it when you kind of come, you know, you, you, you know, you come up to the veggie burger section and you're, and then there's somebody else singing next to you. you know, yeah. You know how, you know, you're aging or you're getting older. It's when you sing along to the songs of the grocery store. I get, but I do that anyway. When they're all like familiar songs from your childhood, that's, that's when, you know, yeah, I love that. I love but that. but that veggie burger section at Trader Joe's, the quinoa cowboy, delicious in yeah. the frozen section. Oh, and those, um, oh, they ran out of these those bean burger things uh, a little while ago, and I was gutted. Um, but thankfully, they got them back. So now I sort of overbuy them all the time. I, I always stock up on Trader Joe's frozen stuff because that's yeah. that's the best. Like in case of emergency, break glass type. Nothing. We have nothing in the fridge. Okay, orange chicken from Trader Joe's. It is. That's right. And it's, also, it's the cheapest place to get certain things. I mean, I'm so sad. You know, I plan my, my Saturday mornings. I get up and I go, right, I'm going to get to Trader Joe's before the rush. <laughs> um, and, oh, we need to go to Whole Foods because they sell that stuff. But I don't want to deal with the crowds, you know. So, mm, so I relate. Yeah. It's everyone, I think everyone can relate. You know, so. so looking back on your past, which we, we talked about kind of in circles, what, what would you go back and tell a young Julian Beeston? Uh, not to be a dick. Um, I, that's a good question, actually, Jen. Um, probably don't take it for granted. You know, well, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that was really out of my hands. You know, I was... Uh, with with the ebb um you know i was i was working on big hit mm -hmm. um for like six months before they got rid of me um and they didn't like my ideas um and then they wanted a jazz drummer um so maybe i should have been a better drummer at the time um and not sort of taking that for granted but then again, as I said, you know, there's no hard feelings. They went off to Chicago, actually, and various other places and sort of chased their tails for a little while and came out with that album. Um, and possibly should have done that better. I don't know. And then possibly um, I should have taken football more seriously. I should have, like, you know, not discovered girls and drinking at 16 instead of, you know, and carried on with football. Because who knows? I could have been David Beckham. You could have. 
I honestly, Julian, I, I appreciate what you're saying. I think you figured out who you are and what you should be doing. I, I think the new album girly by featured featured, by the way, a very hard band to Google, just generally speaking. Yeah, I'm sure, I, <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to think of a good name and that sort of came up, but I know it's not the best name. But, yeah. <laughs> it works though, especially because you have 10 featured artists, featured vocalists on the featured album. Yeah, exactly. I think plus, that's meta plus featured guitarists and featured, you know, I had, um, Dean from curve plays bass on it quite a lot. And, uh, my good friend, Steve from KMFDM, um, and uh, Melissa, she plays a lot because I play guitar really bad, so that's the thing. I'd I'd strum these, I'd sort of make these songs and sort of you know, I'd sort of just get everything where I wanted it, and then I'd sort of spend weeks playing with my modular system and you know like trying to come up with sounds, and then you know I think, oh I, I should probably get someone to play this better, you know. So I did. So. Um, yeah, I've got Melissa and Steve to play guitars better for me. <clears throat> and Dean to play bass. Uh, so I didn't do anything, really. You said these are a lot of songs that have been maybe sitting around for a while that you wrote a long time ago. What what time frame are we talking about? Is this decades worth of writing? Is this past five years? Oh, it's decades. There's, there's um, um, early versions of Hysteria and Fuel, which is on the first EP, and um horizon that were on the first when i left night's air this is another little regret actually i did an album under the name shining um and some of those ideas you know night's air didn't want so i went well i'm gonna go take my ball and go to this studio and do this then um so I did an album and what I should, you know, and I was like, right, it's going to be me. It's going to be mine. And you know, I've got a singer and um, I should have just said, got a producer and just sort of produce, could, could, you know, could have been, could have been way better than anything else. At it could have been, you know, but it turned out a bit shit really. <laughs> um, and that's my fault. Um, we did do a little tour though. That was really good. Cause Steve was in that band too. <clears throat> um, and we went, uh, Oh, another band I got fired from, actually, Patricia Morrison's band. I was playing keyboards for her. Um, and so we went on a little European tour together. So I'd play in Shining as the opening act, and then I'd play keyboards for Patricia Morrison. You know, I feel like you have a little bit of Chicago in you because you have a self-deprecating nature. Oh, that's British. Is that British? It's very, it's very Midwestern, too. Oh, well, that's good. I do have a fondness for Chicago, having spent two winters there and a summer and working i because uh, you know when you know uh, i mean i don't speak to him very much but you know one of my my mentors i guess you could call him i don't know i love him dearly anyway mr atkins was good enough to employ me even though i was a bit shit um as an engineer for you know like to do i did like well the best thing we ever did was the grab to kills album that was really good um, but you know, I did various things and I'd sort of just come over to Chicago and just hang out and just, you know, do invisible record stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I had Martin, I had Martin on the show a couple nights ago. Lovely man. Brilliant industry mind. Exactly. 
I've he's an educator and a a sensei for the music industry. Yeah, no, exactly. He is. He's lovely. You know, he he's he's a beacon. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Julian, Gurley is available now, and this is just a, a taste of what's to come because you said earlier that there's a lot more behind this. Oh God, yeah. You're going to be so bored with me soon. Um, well, let's test that out. Put out the next stuff, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that too. Yeah, no, I'd love to. I'd love to come back and tell you all about it because I've been literally when I realized that you know you'd stood me up at Super Thirty this morning. <laughs> Stop uh, it! That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I you know I I I I wrote what was possibly what well, you know one of the best tracks on the new album. So, and there's some really great stuff to come. You know, I'm going to be working with Anya again and Christine and Livy and Whitney um and mia um and i'm also going to be working with uh we finished some song well almost finished some songs mari from helix damn she is awesome well what i love about there are a lot of things i love about this album uh it introduced me to a lot of voices i hadn't heard before and that was exciting to me good because i think the world needs more curators in whatever form they take be it a project like this or whatever i you introduced me to a lot of new people this way and i thought it was awesome oh that's great i'm really well i'm really pleased that you like it and i'm really pleased with what you said about it that's really good um you know i mean everyone involved in it was just super awesome so i'm telling you satellite that's the one i keep coming back to really mm -hmm. that's one of the that's not the oldest one but uh it took me a while that went through many little revisions and you know all sorts of stuff and it, then it came together like right at the end and then I gave it to Livy and I said, can you even understand what I'm singing? And she said, yeah. Because um, Livy was in LA, but then she went, oh God, she was in Romania and then now she's back in Canada. But um, and she, yeah, she, I mean, everyone did a great job on this, this, this album for me. So I can't take credit, really. I just well, it's a, I, I would encourage people to, who are watching or who are listening to listen to this album it's uh, i said it at the beginning it, it just feels like the right album at the right time the world is brightening up it's just it, it's the right sound right vibe everything so uh julian stay right there and thank you for uh, being on tonight thank you my pleasure mate